Thank me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hey, guys. We are live. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. It's been a while, but in case you don't remember, this is your boy Nutty. And Slow Jam Philly. (laughs) Listen, man, um, we've been gone for a while. There's reasons for it. We're going to dive into it in this episode. Most of this episode is going to be pretty much a catch-up on... I guess the last, basically the last month and a half to two months. Life, COVID, trials and tribulations, hardships. Yeah, man. You know, everything that you guys are going through that you guys might not want to speak about, might not want to talk about, I mean, hear from us. Because, I mean, in reality, that that's what Lifestyle Everything is about. And we want to show you guys that it's okay to be vulnerable. Facts, man. So there's you know, no hot take in this episode. We are going to jump into the nitty gritty because... Um, I mean, I'm not sure how many of the people that really listen to our podcast are interested in knowing, but the last month and a half to two months have been a show. Of course, everybody knows what's going on in the world, and we'll dive into that too. But for us personally, I mean, let's, we're going to pretty much just start at the top, man. So, <laughs> um, so basically, uh, since our last podcast episode, um, Me and Phil and a group of friends uh, decided to go on a trip. We had the trip planned for a while, like before COVID hit, we had a trip to North Tahoe planned to go vibe, chill, and just relax. Um, COVID hit, we were contemplating, should we still go? Should we do it? Is it safe? And, um, you know, the way of thinking was, so 4th of July weekend, um, South Lake Tahoe was bombarded with a ton of people. And we all saw that. We're like, well, we're going to North Tahoe. <laughs> so we should be good. You're not getting us out there, Rona. You ain't getting this, Rona. So we all head up on a Friday, um, had an Airbnb. It was dope. You know, we, we had dinner that night. Um, and, and Saturday we went Saturday during the day, went to the beach came back to the Airbnb, did dinner, woke up Sunday, cleaned up, checked out the Airbnb, and sure enough, get home Monday and Tuesday, more than half of our group had symptoms of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll let Phil, like, Phil you know, talk about his, his how, you know, what basically happened to him. So I'll let him go first <laughs> and then I'll dive into what happened to me. So Phil, tell everybody, you know, Monday and Tuesday, how you felt and what happened. Well, everybody symptoms are different. Just so you guys know, I'm sure yeah. you guys know that. Um, I'm surprised it hit me so fast. Um, Cause I'm, you know, I don't get sick. I probably, last time I was sick was probably like three years ago. So that's how I knew something was up. Um, had like, I told, uh, my fiance, I had the shivers that night. I said, I, oh, I got the shivers. Like, something's up. Like, is it hot? And then I'm sweating. And then I'm having a cold. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, something's up. Then oh, I have God. a headache. Then I had a headache. So, I mean, it kind of just felt like the flu. So, Monday and Tuesday were probably the worst days for me um, physically. Um, and then, of course, gradually over time, 
they got better with that was like kind of like the worst of my symptoms right there um then i got tested of course i had it uh, my fiance had it um so it was kind of like you know just quarantining um drinking a lot of fluids taking a lot of tylenol emergency drinking orange juice stuff like that um but other than that i'm good <laughs> like i'm good but uh, it was definitely a process i mean and it made me be, be more aware um but not saying that any well i mean somebody gave it to me of course um but we don't know who so we don't know if it was the airbnb we don't know that's if it the, was that, that's the speculation we don't know if someone came with it and didn't know about it or whatever the case if, may be yeah because we did go to a restaurant that had indoor seating we don't know if it was there we don't know if it was the airbnb and it wasn't clean that well right we we literally just don't know right um but yeah I, I think phil probably came out of this thing the easiest <laughs> um me on the other hand listen tuesday came i had the shakes i had headache i had a cough i had nausea and i had no appetite and mm. the cold part of having no appetite which this may be tmi for some of y'all diarrhea with no appetite <laughs> is no f- joke okay <laughs> That was the worst, like, I, out of everybody, I can probably guarantee I had it the worst. I got, we, we got back Tuesday, the shit hit me like a, like a ton of bricks. Like, I'm in bed, I can't, I can't do nothing. And yeah. um, the cold part is, is, so my symptoms are that Tuesday. Um, I felt a little better Wednesday, had a cough, um, and I, and I was like, okay, I think I could tough this out because after Tahoe, I had another trip to Seattle with two of our other boys um, that Thursday to Sunday. So I'm like, I'm going to tough it out. I'm on, you know, I'm taking Tylenol and Advil and I got cough drops with me. I'm like, I'm going to be cool. <laughs> Which on, looking from, from the outside, looking in from what I felt like nutty, is generally up here when it comes to yeah. energy. When I got to Seattle, my energy was like here. That's where you probably really knew like something was up. Yeah, like I got out there and again, my appetite wasn't there, but I knew I had to eat something. I ordered some Thai food, took two bites, didn't want no more of it. Uh, went to sleep, you know, slept fine out there. The cough was going stupid. I was taking hot showers to try to like make myself feel better. All that did is put me sort of back even, like not mm-hmm. even my normal self. Um, and basically the trip was just a waste. I shouldn't have went. Um, <laughs> but go, for, go, for, go to Seattle. I come back home Sunday. The next two weeks, I was in bed 24-7. I couldn't eat nothing. Had no, again, no appetite, mm-hmm. felt like shit. Like, I wasn't personally worried, um, but, you know, I have a aunt and a mom that are worriers. Mm-hmm. And any of you that have family members who are legit worriers, texting me 24-7, and if I don't respond, 
full on bug out. Yeah. Like I'm talking, my brother. So I'm in. Like I'm again. My, I'm not responding to no group chat messages. Phil's texting me, calling me. I ain't responding to nothing. My mom's calling, texting me. I'm not responding to nothing. One text I did pay attention to my brother text me, and was like, "Man, hey, you good?" I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm trying to get through it." Hey, call your mom's because she over here at the house crying, <laughs> crying, oh, uh, man. praying, and full on bugging out. And I'm like, "Oh my god." That's the one moment where I wasn't worried, but in my head, I'm like, you got to get over it. Like, you ain't about to let Rona get you. Yeah, for you ain't, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the whole time I knew I would eventually get over it because I didn't have to go to the hospital, um, none of that stuff. But I basically was bedridden for two weeks. And if you guys have not noticed, the, the <laughs> slimmer face because of COVID, I knocked 30 pounds off. Crazy. And that's basically what that particular part of July was like. The COVID, getting over that. Um, and it was worst experience of my life, to be honest Sheesh. with you. But I've been fully healthy for two weeks now. And, um, you know... The precaution, yeah, precaution level is back up here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mask all time. Sanitizer with you. Like, yeah. you do not want to get this shit, man. Like, listen, take the. If you are a conspiracy theorist and you don't believe in this shit, look at my face. I'm telling <laughs> you, this is real. It's real. It can kill you. Like, I yeah. felt like the couple of times I was going to have to go to the emergency room. It can kill you. So take it seriously, please. Okay. So thank God you're all right. Thank God. Hey, Lord got me through it. Praise the Lord. Um, (laughs) So that's the first part of our hiatus. I'm going to let Phil dive into the second part. Um, And of course, I'm going to comment because it affects me too. So let's, let's, let's talk about what else we've been through the last. What else? What else? Besides the Rona after the Rona. Uh, what did we do next? Uh, my father passed away. If you guys didn't know, um, he was sick. He had Parkinson's. Um, probably people have known. I mean, if you know me, you've known about it. But those who might watch us um, who don't know, like our personal lives so much. Uh, my dad had Parkinson's for probably about six, seven years now. And fought it um, like a champ, man. That's, that's yeah. that first. He, yeah. he fought that thing like a champ, man. Parkinson's, yeah. man. But go ahead, Phil. Yeah. So he's a strong dude, and, um, and you know, it was tough seeing him the way he was or whatever, but I'm glad that he's, um, you know, resting now and, you know, he's not suffering. Um, so that's just what I've been going through, and Danny as well, because if you guys, again, don't know, that's my cousin. So that was like, Dan- that's Danny's uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, re- Danny was real close with him as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you know, just going through that um, and just kind of adapting um, to this change in life. It's, it's kind of, I mean, you don't really know how to put it um, because I still don't really know. Like sometimes I don't know where how to, like, like I had a tough weekend this weekend. I'm um, just not really knowing how to, I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I always think I'm a thinker. So I had a tough weekend kind of figuring out how, how to process, how to process. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I was just talking to people and talking to my mom and my fiance and stuff like that. And just trying to figure out, um, just how to process 
process it and I started feeling and I, I of course I believe in anxiety and you know things like that um I don't know if it's me just having a broken heart I don't know what it is but I felt like my heart was beating real fast I felt like I couldn't breathe I felt like everything was just there was so many things going on around me and I didn't know how to control all of them um so I had to like rest and but I mean I've been busy all week because I mean I mean, I have a lot of things coming up in my life as well. Um, so I've been trying to, you know, do that as well as process. Um, so just sitting still. I mean, and sometimes it's it's okay to be still and be in your feelings and, you know, just be there and be in that moment. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing, especially this week a lot. I've been doing that. Um, and for those who of you know, like if your parents pass, you know, things like that, everybody handles it differently. Um, and now I'm just trying to adjust to this new new reality of my life. Um, you know, I'm the only boy. I'm the young. I'm the baby, but I'm the only man in the house now. Um, with my dad not being there, and I have two older sisters and my mom. Um, so just like Danny said before, you've been up and down 680, um, going back and forth from home, going to make sure my mom's good, my sisters. Um, you know, just trying to have that balance. So. I think adjusting to this new reality has been the toughest thing for me. Of course, missing my father, that's the toughest thing. Um, and not having him there to talk to or, or, you know, give me advice or make jokes or whatever. Um, that thing, I don't think that hurt will ever go away in a sense, but just knowing how to deal with that, that's probably where I'm at now. Um, so that's been, that's been a time, you know, I'm still trying to be positive still trying to work on the goals that me and Danny have for lifestyle, everything, and, you know, have talks. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's tough, but I mean, again, I never, I mean, that like we continue to stress in lifestyle, everything. I never want, regardless of how hard, like, again, this has probably been the toughest month of my life. Not probably it has, um, but that I don't ever want that to hinder me. Um, especially knowing the man that my dad, that dad is, um, to ever hinder me from where I'm trying to go. Um, and that's why we always stress that in life to everything because my dad um, was very proud to be my dad. I was very proud to be his son, but he was also just very hard on me. He was hard on Danny as well. Danny will tell you. Um, and he wouldn't want me just chilling or, you know, of course it's okay for me to, you know, like be still and be in my feelings, but he wouldn't want, he wouldn't want me to give up on any dream or anything that I'm working on. Um, because of him, if anything, he would be more mad at me. And if I was doing it, he something he would give me a sign from up up above that, hey boy, you better get you better get right. Shoot, I didn't teach you, you know to those, be like that. Tell you, you know those those, those so, signs are gonna be coming in swift. Anytime you yeah. you 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 feeling like you know how how this past weekend might have went for you, those signs are gonna be coming. Mm -hmm. Like Uncle Phil don't play no games, no matter yeah. where he is right now them signs is going to be coming. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's fit. Like I feel has, like, I'm going to tell y'all the way Phil has handled this. It's, it's been amazing to see because again, you know, prior to this, Phil's always been one of the strongest people I've known. He's always been like there for everybody. You know what I mean? And to, to have something like this happen, to be strong, still be there for his sisters and, and, and his mom, you know, my auntie, it's 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 been so good to see because a lot of people um, who who mm -hmm. have known Uncle Phil across his path 
they they know him well enough to see the the shift right you know what i mean and you know just for me personally like i don't want to i definitely want to get too deep into it because i don't want to get emotional because we still got things we want to talk about in, in the in the podcast but um that was one of the toughest things for me is is being as sick as i was and not being able to physically be there because like phil said uncle phil was tough on me because he literally stepped in a place where my parents got divorced when I was 12. And even the crazy part is even before that, like my dad wasn't the dad that was at every game or um, the, the one to really instill much in me. Like he was there, but he would, I always tell people he was a ask your mama type. Right. You know what I mean? Which as a grown man now, I don't fault him for that because maybe that's just the guy he he is or was. Mm-hmm. And having my mom and my aunts, I didn't, you know, as a as a man from birth to 12, I didn't skip a beat. You know what I mean? Right. right. But the thing that that put me in a great place was when my mom and dad divorced and my dad was basically out of the picture, Uncle Phil became the 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 role model that I never had as a father figure. You know what I mean? Like me, like as, as a kid, me and my brothers um, with Phil, like every, every Thanksgiving holiday or Christmas holiday, we would take turns to spend the week either in Fairfield or Phil would come stay with us in Oakland. Um, and those were the bulk of the times where we spent a lot of um, time together. Yeah. Um, even though there was other family functions we had but yeah, those, or summers or yeah summers, or summers or, like yeah. we have weekends during summer but those were really the time where we were able to spend you know a four to five day weekend um in fairfield it was it was it was i noticed the transition when my dad left uncle phil really dove into you know, we we had more talks than we ever had. There was more, um, you know, checking on me than than I'd ever had. Like, hey, how you doing? And the crazy part is, even though he knew that that void was missing, he would, how's your dad? Have you spoke to your dad? Mm-hmm. You know, how's he doing? Okay, just just want to make sure. And then, boom, right into either talking to us about girls, talking to us about life, mm. you know, all of that yeah. stuff. So it was it was it was great for me to play back all of those memories in my head even though i physically couldn't be at the service or any of that stuff um so you know just thankful for the time and and all that stuff man uncle phil you know we miss you we know that you're going to constantly be given you know in our ears mm-hmm. like always um yeah so you know that's basically been the last two months, man. Rona tried to get us. Uh, we lost Uncle Phil, and we're but you know we're we're thankful for everything. You know I'm healthy, and 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 we me and Phil like we actually had a talk last week. We were like, okay, let's get lifestyle everything back on track. Like let's get our podcast back on track. Let's you know really dive back into what we enjoy doing. So, 
that's that's basically the conversation we wanted to dive into was lifestyle everything is is our baby you know it's about you know living your life regardless of what comes into it adjusting mm-hmm. to what happens taking the good with the bad and and still trying to flourish you know what i'm saying like with all the going on in the world with with coronavirus running rampant with this weirdo still in the white house mm-hmm. and and all of that stuff but still trying to progress and move forward mm-hmm. and and that's what we want to strive to to push man like that's that's the goal lifestyle everything that's the goal is to you know no matter what is going on in life in the world you got to sometimes have blinders on and remember the race keeps going man like and that's I, that's what it is for for me yeah no no most definitely i just remember when i was younger my mom or you know my dad or somebody would be like you know life isn't always easier you know life isn't easy as you may think it seem and you know as a kid you think okay like i get life isn't easy i mean things happen whatever the case may be but i don't know if it's um just losing my dad or whatever but i kind of understand like this this whole year um i mean starting from when kobe died uh, in january um nipsey died last year um just this whole year span has is like life can really pull on you and it's like it's like pulling you back it's like pulling you because i mean again for believers it's the devil pulling you um further away from god or whatever the case may be but it's like it really can pull you and weigh on you it could really just weigh on you and if you don't take care of yourself if you don't take you know and before you could accomplish any goal you want to like danny said we've been out for two months or whatever we've been trying to take care of ourselves physically emotionally, mentally, everything trying to take care of ourselves. If you cannot, if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't achieve any, anything that you're trying to achieve. Like it just won't happen. And that's kind of where my perspective is like, I don't know. Life is just crazy to me already, but it's like when you're really like, when you're able to be still and really just think about life and everything that's happened to you, not just me, but everybody else in general, like people, it's like, life is crazy. Like, it's really crazy. Like, (laughs) and then I'm just thinking like, man, I'm not gonna allow any type of negative situations or anything to hinder where I'm trying to go, especially me, like, or Danny or whoever it is. I mean, we want to be able to take care of our families. Like we want to be able to be good. Like we want to be able to um, you know, provide generational wealth for our kids. Like that's where we're trying to go. So like wherever your vision's at, understand it's not going to be easy. And, and consistency is probably the, everybody has what, everybody has, like if you have a vision for something and you're motivated enough, you'll do it. But the hardest thing probably, like I, we've talked about before is being consistent. If you can be consistent and keep going, keep doing it, even if you fail the first time, even if we, we're, we're doing lifestyle everything sport. Even if we have five kids that come out the first time, us not being like, oh, we're done. We're not going to do it tomorrow. We're not going to do it next week. But us huddling back up together and being like, okay, what can we fix? What can we do? Uh, how can we get promote more out to 
to people to make it better. Um, just people not giving up on your goals and understand that everybody doesn't have the same vision as you. Like sometimes you see how it's me and Danny, lifestyle everything. Any project, anything we do, it starts with me and Danny. <laughs> everything that we're trying to do, it starts with me and Danny. So granted, me and Danny has a vision regardless of, but we had to accept along the way, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, that, and be okay with that. Even when Danny's frustrated, even when I'm frustrated, you know, it always comes to me calling him, him calling me, whatever, and understanding that everybody's vision, even the closest people to you may not be the same as yours and being okay with that. Because sometimes we can be like, oh, my sister doesn't believe in my vision. Like she doesn't really believe that means that I shouldn't do my, like I shouldn't keep going with what I'm trying to do. And then people get discouraged or people just don't do it. No, everybody's mind, everybody's vision is not the same as yours. And lifestyle, everything, I mean, hopefully we're teaching you guys and teaching ourselves along the way to fight for your dreams, do what you want. Your lifestyle is basically everything and you only get one life. So live it and understand that there is gonna be ups, downs, around circles backwards frisbee they're gonna be everything that comes at you but you just got to keep going facts and 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 the crazy like when i tell you people that july was the worst month of my life (laughs) like i could have died like that's the worst case scenario in life basically and the fact that making it out of that and still wanting to get back to pushing our dream of making this business flourish means everything to me. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it was, it was the worst month of my life, but it was the biggest eye opener that, right tells you listen man go get this shit. like by any means like go after it because you never know what could happen mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's it's so crazy like when all this stuff kicked off man like people are you know of course taking the precautions to be safe but so many people, and I was one of them where I'm getting, fr- I'm tired of being in the house, mm-hmm. like, you know, masks and, you know, all this stuff is going on. Right. But when it's knocking at your front door and you realize you, you gotta, you gotta make some choices and, and, and adjust to mm-hmm. what's going on and and literally just deal with it. But the crazy part is is like did we have to did we have to go to Tahoe? Probably not. We were bugged like we again, we wanted to get the out the house. All right. We did it. But, you know, there was consequences with that. We faced those consequences and now we are teaching ourselves to learn from it. But where we are now, like we said, lifestyle everything is is our baby. It's 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 what we want to be doing with our everyday life. Um, like Phil said, like other than, like we got the podcast, 
the Lifestyle Everything brand is, you know, its own entity. Phil mentioned we're launching a sports academy, LE Sports Academy, um, and like literally so much more. So we're beyond thankful that we still have the opportunity to do these things, pursue these things, but we're, we're being very, very smart about it right now because of the state of the world. Like there's only so much we can do, but people need to understand that if you're limited on movements, uh, you still got 24 hours in a day. Like I'm on my computer 24 seven, either doing some research, typing up something, a different project, getting all my ideas out. There's no reason that even in this climate, this state of the world, that you can't pursue your goals, can't do something new. Like you literally have nothing but time. Like if you're, if you're not, if you don't have COVID and you're just chilling in the house, you literally are sitting on a gold mine if you have an idea, basically. Right. Right? You're just wasting the talent. Mm-hmm. If you got the time to do something, there's no better time than now. Mm-hmm. Because when everything returns back to normal and you haven't done nothing, you, you're going to be 100 steps behind the person mm-hmm. that was sitting in the house on their computer typing up, uh, you know, do- jotting all their ideas down or, you know, working on a mission statement for a new mm-hmm. business or a project. You don't want to be that person. And we have vowed to each, like, we're not going to be those guys that have so many different ideas of things that we want to do and not have it ready to go when the world basically opens back up, whenever that is, because it's going to happen. Like, we know that, you know, we got the best doctors in the world. There's going to eventually be a vaccine for this. Hopefully we fully get rid of it. But when the world opens back up, you best believe we're going to be 10 steps ahead of Mm -hmm. the people who are just taking this time for granted. So now that we're healthy, I guarantee you, man, we're going to pick up on our content. Um, Like I said, we're working on LE sports Academy. We're going to get back to putting the podcast out weekly. Um, We just got things, man. We got things, man. Putting out things, man. Like I tell y'all, man, whatever your dream is. I mean, me and Danny been dreamers forever. Forever. Y'all know us. Um, But whatever it is, just understand that your vision is your vision. Like, it sounds simple. Your vision is your vision. That means yours, not somebody else's. That means yours. So that means you got to go after it and you start it. And it starts with you and the people around you who believe from the start, just like me and Danny. Um, and we gonna, I mean, we gonna do this thing. We're gonna do it, man. Tell me, before we, and and listen, before we, I'm gonna tell you the the one rule we cannot stress enough, what anyone else thinks. Mm -hmm. Like that is the number, like that's the number one thing that deters people from pursuing their goals because when you have a great idea you Mm -hmm. share with family you share with friends with the hopes that others will be just as excited as you and when they're not you think it's whack that's not how this works man yeah like (laughs) everyone i look up to uh or or follow or 
you know, even like my mentor, Jay, Jay Valentine and Tank, my, like, I guarantee you at any point in conversations I've had with Jay, where people's like, you know, pursuing music is stupid. Jay manages Tank and, and making stupid money. They got their own label now. Like, that's the type of stuff that, mm-hmm. like, it's reachable. Like, that's the thing I feel like some people miss is like, until they see it for themselves and see that it's possible. Like, it didn't take that for me. Like, I always, like Phil said, I've always been a dreamer. I knew, I've known what I wanted to do or what I was capable of for a long time. But the, but it, it took it over the edge when I got into a position to see these things right. and experience these things. And when I was able to share these experiences with Phil and see that this life that most people will never be able to have, we've seen it possible, been in the mix of all of it, and we're like, we could do this. Yeah. Like, it's attainable, people. Like, that's, it's so, it's, we make it sound easy, but you got to put the work in, and you got to not, not easy. you got to not care with, you got to be crazy. Like, you literally have to have some, some screws loose to be able to not care what other people think and go after this crazy thing that you have in your head. Right. That's, it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? It, like, we, we'll sell you every day. It's not easy. You've got to put the work in, but you can get there. Right. If you yeah. just don't give a damn what nobody else say. Yeah, because... Uh... Like yeah. I'm like me and Phil gonna ride this thing out until the wheels fall off, and we don't care if it's just us. You know what I'm saying? Like we got we got friends on top of friends on top of friends, family on top of fam. Like we do not care if it's just us, because when when the sh- when the shit starts rolling, mm-hmm. and we're making a living off of the ideas that we've had. You. <laughs> You already know it's gonna happen. Like you know the like you, your people's gonna be like, yo, what's good? Can I, you know, can I can I fuck with y'all? Can I like <laughs> you know it's like they they didn't see the vision from from the beginning, but right. that's that's what happens. People they wanna see it first, which is cool. We gonna get there. Best believe We're that. We gonna get it, man. So, Lifestyle everything, man. Go after it, what man. you want. Go after Phil. I like that shirt though. Funk Thank man. you. Thank I, you. I I wanna get one of those. I'm gonna need one. Mm-hmm. Hey, what does it say? Like an uncle, only funner. See also handsome and awesome. Noun. Funko. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. dope, man. <laughs> but listen, y'all, man, we appreciate y'all listening, man. We we just wanted to give y'all an update on life. Um, throw some motivation out there about adjusting with life, how lifestyle, everything literally is what it's, we've been going like that's what we've been going through your lifestyle is everything everything you know what i'm how, saying how you live it how you control it take care of it it's everything and it's all up to you baby that's it but listen man again we are going to get back to these weekly y'all gonna keep be hearing our voice we're gonna we're gonna start throwing more content man and of course the last vlog that we dropped was from Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh 
Hopefully we get a new vlog back out to y'all soon. But uh, if you watch that, I mean, we was having fun in the house. You guys are going to see. We was having fun see. in the house. We was in the house. Yo. We was in the house, it's man. It's crazy. Rona still got to us. But listen, it is a blessing to be healthy. It's a blessing to be back uh, filming. Uh, and me and Phil are going to, uh, like we said, we're going to keep the stain rocking, man. So uh, we appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We'll be back next week. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. We out. We out of here. Love y'all. Thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come. So instead.